Woman. A woman is an adult female human. The term woman may also refer to a girl, a female child, or adolescent. The plural women is sometimes used for female humans regardless of age, as in the phrase women's rights. Typically, a woman has two X chromosomes and is capable of pregnancy and giving birth from puberty until menopause. Female anatomy, as distinguished from male anatomy, includes the fallopian tubes, ovaries, uterus, vulva, breasts, Skynes glands, and Barth Hollen glands. The adult female pelvis is wider than the males. The hips are generally broader, and women have significantly less facial and other body hair. On average, women are shorter and less muscular than men. Throughout human history, traditional gender roles have often de defined and limited women's activities and opportunities. Many religious doctrines stipulate certain rules for women. With restrictions loosening during the 20th century in many societies, women have gained access to careers beyond the traditional homemaker and the ability to pursue higher education. Violence against women, whether within families or in communities, has a long history and is primarily committed by men. Some women are denied reproductive rights. The movements and ideologies of feminism have a shared goal of achieving gender equality. Trans women have male sex assignment at birth that does not align with their gender identity, while intersex women were born with sex characteristics that do not fit typical notions of female biology. Etymology <clears throat> The spelling of woman in English has progressed over the past millennia from whiffman to women to woman, and finally the modern spelling woman. In Old English, whiffman meant woman, literally woman person, whereas were meant man. Man had a gender-neutral meaning of human, corresponding to modern English person or someone. However, subsequent to the Norman conquest, man began to be used more in reference to male human and by the late 13th century had begun to eclipse usage as the older term were. The medial labia consonants F and M in Wiffman coalesced into the modern form woman, while the initial element Wiff was also meant as woman, underwent semantic narrowing to the sense of married woman, wife. It is, po it is, a, it is a popular misconception that the term woman is etymologically co connected to womb. Womb derives from the Old English word wham, meaning belly, uterus. Cognate to the modern German colloquial term wame, for Old High German wamba, for belly, paunch, or lap. Terminology <clears throat> Womanhood is the period in the female's life after she has passed through childhood, puberty, and adolescence. Different countries have different laws, but age 18 is frequently considered the age of majority the age at which a person is legally considered a human, an adult. The, wor the word woman can be gen used generally to mean any female human or specifically to mean an adult female human as contrasted with girl. The word girl originally meant young person of either sex in English. It is only around the beginning of the 16th century that it came to mean specifically a female child. The term girl is sometimes used colloquially to refer to a young or unmarried woman. However, during the early 1970s, feminists challenged such use because the use of the word to refer to a fully grown woman may cause offense. 
In particular, previously common terms such as office girl are no longer widely used. Conversely, in certain cultures there which link family honor with female virginity, the word girl or its equivalent in other languages is still used to refer to a never married woman. In this sense, it is used in a fashion roughly analogous to the more or less obsolete English maid or maiden. There are various terms used to refer to the quality of being a woman. The term womanhood merely... The female sex organs are involved in the reproductive system, whereas secondary sex characteristics are involved in breastfeeding, children, and attracting a mate. 
The ovaries, in addition to the regulatory function of producing hormones, produce female gametes called eggs, which, when fertilized by male gametes, sperm, form new genetic individuals. The uterus is an organ with tissues to protect and nurture the developing fetus and muscle to expel it while one giving birth. The vagina is used in copulation and birthing. Although the term vagina is often colloquially and incorrectly used in the English language for vulva, or external female genitalia, which consists of, in addition to the vaginal opening, the labia, the clitoris, and the female urethra. The breasts evolved from the sweat glands evolved from the sweat glands to produce milk, a nutritious secretion that is the most distinctive characteristic of mammals, along with live birth. In mature women, the breast is generally more prom- prominent than in most other mammals. This prominence is not necessarily for milk production, is thought to be at least partially the result of sexual selection. Normally, cells from the females contain two X chromosomes. The cells from the males contain an X and Y chromosome. During early fetal development, embryos of both sexes appear gender neutral until about week seven. At that time, if a fetus has received a Y chromosome from its father, it usually develops into a male and effective of being exposed to testosterone. If the fetus receives an X chromosome from the father, it develops into a female, an effect of being exposed to estrogen. In about one in, one in a thousand births, a female is born with three X chromosomes, a condition termed triple X syndrome. Because humans inherit mitochondrial DNA only from the mother's ovum, genealogical researchers can trace maternal lineage far back in time. Whether or not a child is considered female does not always determine whether or not the child will later identify themselves that way. For instance, intersex individuals who have mixed physique and or genetic features may use other criteria in determining their gender identity. Although fewer females than males are born, the ratio is around 1 to 1.05. Newborn girls are more likely to reach their first birthday than are boys and women typically have a longer life expectancy of six to eight years, although in some areas gender-based discrimination against women has lower female life expectancy, to lower or equal that of males. Out of the total human population in 2015, there were about 101.8 men for every 100 women. The life expectancy differences are partially due to inherent biological advances, but they, they also reflect behavioral differences between men and women. The gap is narrowing to some extent in some developing countries, possibly due to increased smoking among women and declining rates of cardiovascular disease among men. The WHO writes that it is important to note that the extra years of life for women are not always lived in good health. Until the maturation or the reproductive capabilities, the pre-pubertal physical differences between boys and girls consists of the differences in their genitalia. Puberty is the process of physical changes by which a child's body matures into an adult body capable of sexual reproduction to enable fertilization. It usually takes place between the ages of 10 to 16. It is initiated by hormonal signals from the brain to the gonads, either the ovaries or the testes. In response to the signals, the gonads produce hormones that stimulate libido and growth function and transformation of the brain, bones, muscle, blood, skin, hair, breasts, and sexual organs. Physical growth. 
height and weight accelerates in the first half of puberty and is completed when the child has developed an adult body. The major landmark of girls' puberty is menarche, the onset of menstruation, which occurs on average between ages 12 and 13. Most girls go through menarche and are then able to become pregnant and bear children. This generally requires internal fertilization of the eggs with the sperm of a man through sexual intercourse, though artificial insemination or the surgical implantation of an existing embryo is also possible. Health There are some diseases that are primarily affect to women, such as lupus. Also, there is some sex-related illnesses that are found more frequently and exclusively in women breast cancer, cervical cancer, and ovarian cancer. Women and men may have different symptoms of an illness and may also respond to medical treatment differently. This area of medical research is studied by gender-based medicine. The study of female reproduction and reproductive organs is called gynecology. The issue of women's health has been taken up by many feminists, especially where reproductive health is concerned. Women's health is positioned with a wider body of knowledge cited by, amongst others, the World Health Organization, which places importance on gender and the social determinant on health. Maternal mortality or maternal death is defined by WHO as the death of a woman while pregnant or within 42 days of termination of pregnancy. Irrespective of the duration and site of pregnancy, from any cause related to or aggravated by pregnancy or its management, but not from the accident or incidental cases. In 2008, noting that each year more than 100,000 women die of complications of pregnancy and childbirth, at at least 7 million experience serious health problems, while 50 million more have adverse health consequences after childbirth. The World Health Organization urged mid- midwife training to strengthen maternal and newborn health services. To support the upgrading of midwifery skills, the WHO established a midwife training program, Actions for Safe Motherhood. About 99% of maternal deaths occur in developing countries. More than half of them occur in sub-Saharan Africa and almost one-third in South Asia. The main causes of maternal mortality include pre-eclampsia and eclampsia, unsafe abortion, pregnancy complications from malaria and HIV, and severe bleeding and infections following childbirth. Most European countries, Australia, Japan, and Singapore, are very safe in regard to childbirth. In 1990, the U.S. ranked 12 of the 14 developed countries that were analyzed, and since that time, the death rates of every country have steadily improved while the U.S. rate has spiked dramatically. While the others that were analyzed in 1990 show a 2017 death rate of fewer than 10 deaths per every 100,000 live births, the U.S. rate rose to 26.4. Furthermore, for every one of the 700 to 900 women who die in the U.S. each year during pregnancy or childbirth, 70 experience significant complications, totaling more than 1% of all births. Reproductive Rights and Freedom Reproductive rights or legal rights and freedom relating to reproduction and reproductive health. The International Federation of Gynecology and Obstetrics has stated that The human rights of women include the right to have control over and decide freely and responsibly on matters related to their sexuality, including sexual and reproductive health, free of coercion, discrimination, and violence. Equal relationships between women and men in matter of sexual relations 
and reproduction include full respect for the integrity of a person, require mutual respect, consent, and shared responsibility for sexual behavior and its consequences. The World Health Organization reported that based on data from 2010 to 2014, 56 million induced abortions occurred worldwide each year, 25% of all pregnancies. For those, about 25 million were considered as unsafe. The WHO reports that in developed nations, about 30 women die for every 100,000 unsafe abortions, and that number rises to 220 deaths per 100,000 unsafe abortions in developing regions and 520 deaths per 100,000 unsafe abortions in sub-Saharan Africa. The WHO ascribes these unnecessary deaths to restrictive laws, poor availability of services, high cost, stigma, conscious objection of healthcare providers, unnecessary requirements such as mandatory waiting periods, mandatory counseling, provision of misleading information, third-party authorization, and medically unnecessary tests that delay care. Culture and gender roles. In recent history, gender roles have changed greatly. At the early points in history, children's occupational aspirations started at a young age, differed according to gender. Traditionally, middle-class women were involved in domestic tasks and emphasized childcare. For poorer women, especially working-class women, although this often remained an ideal, economic necessity compelled them to seek employment outside the home. violence, healthcare, politics, and motherhood, and others. Sexism may be a main concern and barrier for women almost anywhere, though its forms, perceptions, and gravity vary between societies and social classes. There has been an increase in endorsements of egalitarian gender roles in the home of both women and men. Although a greater number of women are seeking higher education, 
their salaries are often less than those of men. CBS News said in 2005 that in the U.S., women who are ages 30 to 44 and hold a university degree make 62% of what similarly qualified men do, a lower rate than in all but three of the 19 countries for which numbers are available. Some Western nations with greater inequality in pay are Germany, New Zealand, and Switzerland. Violence Against Women The UN Declaration of the Elimination of Violence Against Women defines violence against women as any act of gender-based violence that results in or is likely to result in physical, sexual, or mental harm or suffering to women, including threats of such acts, coercion, or arbitrary deprivation of liberty, whether occurring in public or in private life and identifies three forms of such violence, that which occurs in the family, that which occurs within the general community, and that which is perpetrated or condoned by the state. It also states that violence against women is a manifestation of historically unequal power relations between men and women. Violence against women remains a widespread problem, fueled especially outside the West, by patriarchal social values, lack of adequate laws, and lack of enforcement of existing laws. Social norms that exist in many parts of the world hinder progress towards protecting women from violence. For example, according to surveys by UNICEF, the percentage of women aged 15 to 49 who think that a husband is justified in hitting or beating his wife under certain circumstances is as high as 90% in Afghanistan and Jordan, 87% in Mali, 86% in Guinea and Timor-Leste, 81% in Laos, and 80% in Central Africa Republic. A 2010 study conducted by the Pew Research Center found that stoning as a punishment for adultery was supported by 82% of residents in Egypt and Pakistan, 70% in Jordan, 56% in Nigeria, and 42% in Indonesia. Specific forms of violence that affect women include female genital mutilation, sex trafficking, forced prostitution, forced marriage, rape, sexual harassment, honor killings, acid throwing, and dowry-related violence. Governments can be complicit in violence against women, for instance, through practices such as stoning as punishment for adultery. There have also been many forms of violence against women which have prevalent historical, notably the burning of witches, the sacrifice of widows, and foot-binding. The prosecution of women accused of witchcraft has a long tradition. For example, during the early modern period between the 15th and 18th century, Witch trials were common in Europe and European colonies in North America. Today, there remains regions of the world such as parts of Sub-Sahara Africa, rural North India, and Papua New Guinea, where belief in witchcraft is held by many people, and women accused of being witches are subjected to serious violence. In addition, there are also countries which criminalize legislation against the practice of witchcraft. In In Saudi Arabia, witchcraft remains a crime punishable by death and in 2011, the country beheaded a woman for witchcraft and sorcery. It is also the case that certain forms of violence against women have been recognized as criminal offenses only during recent decades, and are not universally prohibited. In many countries, continue to allow them. This is especially the case with marital rape. In the Western world, there has been trend toward ensuring gender equality within marriage and prosecuting domestic violence. But in many parts of the world, women still lose significant legal rights when entering a marriage. Sexual violence against women greatly increases during times of war and armed conflict. During military occupation or ethnic conflicts, 
most often in the form of war rape and sexual slavery. Contemporary examples of sexual violence include war <clears throat> rape during the Armenian Genocide, rape during the Bangladesh Liberation War, rape in the Bosnia War, rape during the Rwanda Genocide, and rape during the Second Congo War. In Colombia, the armed conflict has also resulted in increased sexual violence against women. The most recent case was the sexual jihad done by ISIL, where 5,000 to 7,000 Yazdi and Christian girls and children were sold into sexual slavery during the genocide and rape of Yazdi and Christian women, some of which jumped to their death from Mount Sinjar and described in the witness statement. Laws and policy on violence against women vary by jurisdiction in the European Union. Sexual harassment and human trafficking are subject to directives. Clothing, fashion, and dress codes. Women in different parts of the world dress in different ways, and their choices of clothing being influenced by local culture, religious tenets, traditions, social norms, and fashion trends, amongst other factors. Different societies have different ideas about modesty. However, in many jurisdictions, women's choices in regard to dress are not always free with laws limiting what they may or may not wear. This is especially the case in regard to Islamic dress. While certain jurisdictions legally mandate such clothing, the wearing of a headscarf, other countries forbid or restrict the wearing of certain hijab attire, such as burqa covering the face, in public places. One such country is France. See French, French ban on face covering. These laws are highly controversial. Fertility and family life. The total fertility rate, TFR, the average number of children born to a woman over her lifetime, differs significantly between different regions of the world. In 2016, the highest estimated TFR was in Niger, 6.62 children born per woman, and the lowest in Singapore, 0.82 children per woman. While most sub-Saharan African countries have high TFR, which creates problems due to lack of resources and contributes to overpopulation, most Western countries currently experience a sub-replacement fertility rate, which may lead to population aging and population decline. In many forms in parts of the world, there have been a change in family structure over the past few decades. For instance, in the West, there has been a trend of moving away from living arrangements that include the extended family to those which only consist of the nuclear family. There has also been a trend to move from marital fertility to non-marital fertility. Children born outside of marriage may also be born to cohabiting couples or to single women. While births outside marriage are common and fully accepted in some parts of the world, in other places they are highly stigmatized, with unmarried mothers facing ostracism, including violence from family members, and in extreme cases, honor killings. In addition, sex outside marriage remains illegal in many countries, such as Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iran, Kuwait, Maldives, Morocco, Oman, Mauritania, United, United Arab Emirates, Sudan, and Yemen. <clears throat> the social role of the mother differs between countries and cultures. In many parts of the world, women with dip- dependent children are expected to stay at home and dedicate all their energy to child raising while in other places mothers most often return to paid work. Religion Particular religious doctrines have specific stipulations relating to gender roles. Social and private interaction between the sexes 
appropriate dressing attire for women, and various other issues affecting women and their position in society. In many countries, these religious teachings influence the criminal law or the family law, or those in jurisdictions, like Sharia law. The relation between religion and law and gender equality has been discussed in international organizations. Education Single-sex education has traditionally been dominant and still highly relevant. Universal education and means of state-provided primary and secondary education, independent of gender, is not yet a global norm. Even if it is assumed in most developing countries, developed countries, in some Western countries, women have surpassed men at many levels of education. For example, in the U.S. 2005-2006, women earned 62% of associate degrees, 58% of bachelor degrees, 60% of masters, and 50% of doctorates. The Educational Gender Gap in the Organization for Economic Cooperative and Development, OECD, <clears throat> countries have been reduced over the last 30 years. Younger women today are far more likely to have completed a tertiary qualification in 19 of the 30 OECD countries. More than twice as many women aged 25 to 34 have completed tertiary education than, that, than have women aged 55 to 64. In 21 of 27 OECD countries with comparable data, the number of women graduating from university-level programs is equal to or exceeds that of men. 15-year-old girls tend to show much more higher expectations for their careers than boys of the same age, while women account for more than half the university graduates in several OECD countries. They receive only 30% of the tertiary degrees granted in science and engineering fields. The women account for only 25-35% to 35 of researchers in most OECD countries. Research shows that while women are studying at prestigious universities at the same rate as men, they are not being given the same chance to join the faculty. Sociologist Harriet Zuckerman has observed that more prestigious an institution is, the more difficult and time-consuming it will be for women to obtain a faculty position there. In 1989, Harvard University tenured its first woman in chemistry, Cynthia Friend, and in 1992, its first woman in physics, Melissa Franklin. She also observed that women are more likely to hold their first professional position as instructors and lecturers, while men are more likely to work first in tenure positions. According to Smith and Tang, as of 1989, 65% of men and only 40% of women held tenured positions, and only 25% of all scientists and engineers employed an assistant professor in four-year colleges and universities were women. In 1992, women earned 9% of the PhDs awarded in engineering, but only 1% of those women became professors. In 1995, 11% of professors in science and engineering were women. In relation, only 311 deans of engineering schools were women, which is less than 1% of the total. Even in psychology, a degree in which women earn a majority of PhDs, they hold a significant amount of fewer tenured positions, roughly 19% in 1994. Literacy World literacy is lower for females than for males. The CIA World Factbook presents an estimate from 2010 which shows that 80% of women are literate compared to 88.6% of men aged 15 or over. Literacy rates are lowest in South and West Asia and parts of Sub-Saharan Africa. Women in Politics Women are under, underrepresented in politics in government <clears throat> 
in most countries. In January 2019, the global average of women in national assemblies was 24.3%. Suffrage is a civil right to vote. Women's suffrage in the U.S. has achieved gradual, first in state, then local levels, starting in the late 19th century and early 20th century. And in 1920, women in the U.S. received universal suffrage, with the passage of the 19th Amendment in the U.S. Constitution. Some Western countries were slow to allow women to vote, notably Switzerland, where women gained the right to vote in federal elections in 1971. And in Canton of Appenzell Inner Hoden, women were granted the right to vote on local issues only in 1991 when the canton was forced to do so by the Federal Supreme Court of Switzerland and Liechtenstein in 1984 through a women's suffrage referendum. Science, Literature, and Art Women have th- throughout history made contributions to science, literature, and art. One area where women have perm- permitted most access historically was that of obstetrics and gynecology. Prior to the 18th century, caring for pregnant women in Europe was undertaken by women. From the mid-18th century onwards, medical monitoring of pregnant women started to require rigorous formal education, to which women did not generally have access, and thus the practice was largely transferred to men. Writing was generally also considered acceptable for upper-class women, although achieving success as a female writer in a male-dominant world could be very difficult. As a result of several women writers adopted a male pen name, Women have been composers, songwriters, instrumental performers, singers, conductors, music scholars, music educators, music critics, music journalists, and other musical professions. There are musical movements, events, and genres related to women, women's issues, and feminism. In 2010, while women compromise a significant portion of pop music and classical music singers and significant proportion of songwriters, many of them being singer-songwriters, there are a few women record producer there are a few women record producers, rock critics and rock instrumentals. <clears throat> Although there have been a huge number of women composers in classical music from the medieval period to the present day, women composers are significantly underrepresented in commonly performed classical music repertoire, music history, textbooks and music encyclopedias. For example, the concise Oxford History of Music. Clara Schumann is one of the only female composers who is mentioned. Women compromise a significant portion of instrumental soloists in classical music and the percentage of women in orchestras is increasing. A 2015 article on concerto soloists in major Canadian orchestras, however, indicated that 84% of soloists from the Orchestra Symphonic de Montreal were men. In 2012, women made up just 6% of the top-ranking Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra. Women are less common as instrumental players in popular music genres such as rock and heavy metal, although there have been a number of notable female instrumentalists in all-female bands. Women are particularly underrepresented in extreme metal genres. Women are also underrepresented in orchestral conducting music criticism, music journalism, music producing, and sound engineering. While women were discouraged from composing in the 19th century, and there are a few women musicologists, women became involved in music education. To such a degree that women dominated this field during the later half of the 19th century and well into the 20th century. According to Jessica Duchenne, a music writer for London's The Independent, 
Women musicians in classical music are too often judged for their appearance rather than their talent, and they face pressure to look sexy on stage and in photos. Dutchin states that while there are women musicians who refuse to play on their looks, the ones who do tend to be are more materially successful. According to the UK's Radio 3 editor Edwina Wollenscroft, the classical music industry has long been open to having women in performance or entertainment roles, but women are more, much less likely to have positions of authority, such as being the leader of an or- orchestra. In popular music, while there are many women singers recording songs, there are very few m- women behind the audio console acting as music producers, the individuals who direct and manage the recording process. Gender symbol. The glyph for the planet and Roman goddess Venus, or Aphrodite, in Greek, is the symbol used in biology for female sex. In ancient alchemy, the Venus symbol stood for copper and is associated with femininity.